to Geek Family Therapy, or as everybody likes to call it, GFT. We are your hosts, Kat LaForgia and Leah! Leah, who is, uh, I think, has had way too much candy today. I've had food, and food makes me happy. And happy Leah is ecstatic. And ecstatic Leah is kind of like off the wall Leah. It's great. Yeah, Leah was singing earlier into the headphones. You guys want to hear? Very, very loud. No, 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 they don't. I don't want to do that to our guests. I do this because I love you guys. (laughs) Because it's very high pitched. So, Leah, how have you been? So, what happened? See, what happened was... I've been reading this book series. Maybe you've heard of the TV show True Blood. And I've been reading the book series. I just completed it. It took me 14, 15 days to complete 13 books. I'm a bibliophile. I've accepted this. This is who I am. You take me for who I am, who I was meant to be. But in that, I noticed some things about vampires that like seem to cross all most well most vampire lore in some way shape or form and it made me decide that i can never be a vampire so 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 wait wait when you say never like eric comes up to your window in his scandinavian godness i'd touch him and then tell him to be on his merry way (laughs) (laughs) you said bad touch it's true. We hang out with children way too often. <laughs> but it's true. I would okay. bad touch him. But okay, so, so there's so this whole idea of like immortality doesn't kind of nah because you want to know why? Ooh, two things. One, all vampires are obsessive. Think about it. Every vampire story we hear about, they are in love with the main character to the point of full-blown obsession. I watch you in your sleep. Sparkle, sparkle, sparkle. (laughs) Across the board, they they are stalkers. Angel was a stalker. Spike was a stalker. Eric is highly a stalker. Edward is a stalker. Dracula is a stalker. I'm I'm kind of... Wait, wait. I'm kind of... Spike's a stalker. Threw my spike in there. Let's be honest. He was willing to take a spike is not a stalker. mind control thing to the head so he could be around Buffy more often. Oh no 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 no! <laughs> that was not an that was not a choice. That was done to him by the initiative because he was labeled hostile seventeen, um, and they wanted to like guinea pig him and see if they put a chip in his head if he would not be able to hurt humans and and that's why he had the chip in his head what he did for buffy was he he got re-insold still crazy and and not like the re-insoling by calling you know he got a god he got a brand new soul that's still creepy anyway that's weird obsessed with Buffy let's be clear let's make that real different because when she when she he thought when she thought he was dead he was still popping up to see if she was DK okay watching her and so that she doesn't know she is there creeper no creeping okay let's be clear on that one 
Y'all know Angel was a creep. He was a pedophile and a creep because she was definitely underage at the time of this event, of the series of events. So she's underage and he's like watching her. Okay. Hmm. What are you doing? Yo, I'm. You're, but, you're really just hurting <laughs> my love for Buffy. It's just across the board, vampires are obsessive. They're either really like focused on one person or like they're complete whores. There's no in between with these vampires. They either have like sex dungeons and 14 million like slaves under them, or they're the weird one who's only in love with one person. How dare they? <laughs> like. It's only those two options for vampires. And if you piss them off, it's no like, no, oh, I don't like her. She annoys me. No, it's like, I need to kill her now. F this. F she disrespected me. I'm going to kill her. Y'all are obsessive. I'm sorry, but I'm not sorry. Y'all are obsessive. The other issue, the main issue. Listen, like, Lestat, no. Lestat didn't, like, if he didn't like somebody, he didn't like somebody. Okay, now, if like old school Lestat when he was like kind of juvenile yeah I didn't like you I'm gonna kill you but like as he became older but even he was like then, oh I don't like this person I'm gonna exactly him. he's like wait a minute he, he took it from one it always goes an extra step vampire Oh, I don't like you. I'm going to avoid you. No, I'm going to have you blackballed by the entire vampire community. That's what I'm going to do. That's weird. Y'all obsessive. My other... See, but you have to understand that Lestat was the prince of vampires. Cough, cough, obsessive. That's that's literally the logic of someone who is obsessive. I am doing this for everyone. (laughs) I'm doing this for you obsession the perfume okay so the other issue the main issue the reason why i'm so like giddy right now is because i ate and that's my issue with vampires they only got like one version of what they can eat and i don't need the my version of a variety to be oh let me bite a, a black guy today Oh, tomorrow I'm gonna. I'm definitely gonna go for a white. Mm, I just want some white meat today. That's weird. And I need sushi often on a regular basis. And at least once a week, I need to have sushi in my diet. Okay. Okay. Listen. The 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 Buffy verse. You have as a vampire, you have the option to eat whatever you want. As I've said before. Again, Spike has like a soul. Spike loves blooming onions. And and uh, buffalo wings. <laughs> this was prior to having a soul, and you know of how I know that. Is. Do you know how I know that? Of course, she at is. this moment, as we speak, I am binge watching Buffy, and I'm on season six. I love Buffy. I can't get enough of it. It is my it is my go to. Like I don't know what else to watch, and I don't want to try something new, so I'm just gonna go back to Buffy. <laughs> I hate you. Oh my gosh. For Buffy. (laughs) (laughs) The dark side has cookies. There is no hate. Hate leads to the dark side. Yay. But yeah. But again, I need a a relax. So maybe, so even then, while Buffy Universe Vampire might have that little but 
then again, Buffy's universe vampires, they go all like monster in the face when they're ready to eat, so eh, that kind of loses that um appeal for me. I gotta be ugly at least once a day. Face when they're gonna eat drink blood. If they're going if they're going Because they're not having actual nutrients. Like buffalo wings and blooming onions. They they look really pretty. Because he better call me first. James Marsters, call me. (laughs) That doesn't matter. Age ain't nothing but a number, and love ain't nothing but a thing. But what I have for you, it will never change. And I'm over 18. I'm over 21. So that's what what really matters. 18 is still a children these days. That's what really matters. Yeah. Okay. So. No, but think about it. See, I got, and you know, I got commitment issues. And you want me to deal with some guy who's like obsessed with me and won't, and we can't eat nothing, but I can't commit to a food. (laughs) And you want me to commit to living for a thousand millennia. I'm going to last two weeks. And even then, I'm like, sometime, mm, I'm picky about that. No, nah, I'm lying. I think Susie is the longest relationship I've ever had in my life. I'm going to be honest about that. That's a long-standing relationship. We are in love. I understand. Uh, we are getting married on the 4th of May. It is okay. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> Don't. It better be Sushi. I, I that will, would be I ew. That's kinky. I, think I, I was gonna send you some Korean chopsticks. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so, not Chinese, not Japanese. Some Korean ones. Some Korean I want ones that. are made from either. Silver. I want that I think, a lot. I think you deserve some silver Korean chopsticks. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that video too. I love it. I'm like, wow. I say this is because I literally watched a video this morning on the differences of the Chinese, Japanese, and Korean chopsticks. (laughs) I was like, oh my God. All my chopsticks are Japanese except no, no, no. All my chopsticks are Chinese except for three of them. All my chopsticks are Japanese. They're cute. Oh, they just happen to be the three chopsticks that are with my bento boxes. Yes, because you have that pointy end. Pick so, up the and of course, we found out with this video that the pointy end of the chopstick is because you, Japanese eat more fish and you need the Because fish, they don't share uh, food. You the, yeah, you need the points Weirdo. to pick out the bones. Also, the Japanese ones are not as long as the Chinese ones. Mm. Yes. And the Korean ones are metal. So they were originally silver and they were said to be silver. Isn't it a oh, purifier? It's a purifier. So silver and they were originally silver because yeah. um, something they, weird. Something about they wanted to make sure that people weren't poisoning them with arsenic. Yeah, something about arsenic. Oh, I guess. Is that the ar- I'm, I'm, that, to be oh, honest, that's something I never want to have to learn. Is, uh, like, you can taste it. Uh, you can taste it when the silver hits the arsenic. So the king's, so the king, the king's uh, tester would have the silver chopsticks and would taste uh, a portion of his food. Some guys just can't handle their sure arsenic. That there is no arsenic in it. Um, so yeah, the silver reacts or something like that, and you can taste the arsenic, which apparently didn't have a taste to begin with. 
Um, so if you were actually paying attention to our intro this week, uh, we actually said Geek Family Therapy. We are changing the name. Um, and it's it's literally just for I guess flow. And it's streamlining, yes. Um, every time somebody has spoken about our podcast, they've tripped over the and in our name. And so just to streamline it and to make the name kind of flow a little bit easier, we're, we're just taking the and out. So it's Geek Family Therapy. All of our stuff is actually Ooh. changed to show that. Oopsies. Sorry, not sorry. Been that way to begin with. Um, because God forbid I actually follow through on anything. <laughs> Thanks, editor. Um, yeah, it's the reason why I have editors whenever I, le- whenever I write. Anything. Oh, wait, I have so another story. Over my work. So I had a moment this today. I had to get my battery changed for my car. So I took the car to AutoZone. The guy brought out the new battery. We had there's some strange guy who like lives in the parking lot who you give him a tip, quote unquote, and he'll do whatever you need to do for your car. So this guy, um, I I gave him his tip, quote unquote. And he changed the battery. So when you're done with the with the old battery, you can bring it back and they give you a five dollar refund. I bring and so my logic is what is lighter? A glass that is full or a glass that is empty? A glass that is empty, right guys? Right. So what should be lighter? A battery that's full or a battery that's empty? So it turns out that is not the case whatsoever. I almost threw out my back. I I thought that if a battery was empty, that means it was lighter. So I'm like, okay, let me pick this up. And I'm like, oh, this is a small child. I wasn't ready. So I carry this this big old battery back into the um auto zone. They looking at me like, oh, she's a strong man now. And I'm like, no, I made a mistake. I made a horrible, horrible mistake. And I have to see it through. They, quote unquote, didn't have their guy today. So there's a guy who hangs out in the, in the, you guys can't see there, but there's a lot of air quotes going on right now. But there's a guy who hangs out in the, in the parking lot. And if you need something, he will help you um, install it or whatever. And he had tools and everything. Everything was automated tools, fixing everything, could do everything. But just give him a little tip. That's what, what the AutoZone guy told me. I was like, oh, I guess that's what's happening. Just as long as my car starts at the end of the day, I don't really care. So I got a new battery and I learned my lesson. Empty batteries do not change in weight. And so I posted this in all of my... So did you notice that if your car ever breaks down, every male within eyesight automatically becomes a mechanic? No, no. Just any anyone who's listening, if you're a female, park your car, pop the hood, wait. How much you want to bet every male that walks by will be like, do you need um, some help? Sure, I can check something for you. What do you do? Oh, I'm a I'm a doctor, but I can check that for you. I'm an accountant. I can check that for you. I work in IT, but I can check that for you. Every male suddenly becomes a, a five-star mechanic as soon as they see a female whose car is damaged. I'm just going to make that one, throw that one out there. That's a funny, but something that I've seen very consistently. I've never been stranded in my life um, ever because there was always some guy who swore he was a mechanic and he at least had a phone. I was like, you know what? I'm good. Yeah. So, so 
I guess I've never had that problem because anytime I have my hood popped, I'm usually under it. I get asked, who taught um, you how to check your so oil? They stop and I'm the bitch that'll be like, I'm sorry, what do you do for a living? I, I don't need you to check my oil. I can do that myself. Like my car was dead. Uh, Sir, I know how to put a liquid into a container, especially when the container says insert liquid here. But I digress. What's our topic today? <laughs> yeah. Um, I think we are finishing. Oh, actually, I had one one story before we, we actually got to our topic. So I, I didn't I didn't tell you. Uh, so I recently lost my work phone. And when I say recently, I mean yesterday. <laughs> so so and it, it was one of those like. I went into a mild panic attack because I was about to call. I, you, you know, I see a client in the morning. I'm on the road. Um, and I had literally 20 minutes between clients. Um, so I'm on the road. And I pull over to put gas in my car. And then I go over to the next place to go. And you can't walk where I'm, where I'm at. So I literally have to drive down the next mile to get coffee, use the bathroom, whatever. Um so I either lost the uh, phone at the gas station, at the Dunkin' Donuts, at the Wawa, wherever. Yeah, one of those many different spots. Um, I went through my whole entire car. Um, and I have to pretend I'm not freaking out and having a panic attack while I'm at my client's house. Um, because I really want to. Um, because, you know when you work for a company you lose their property there's that very much that possibility of them charging you and it's an iphone success not extremely expensive but not cheap either um for them to pull out you know however much they're going to pull out a month on my check <laughs> so we contact so we contacted it it does the remote wipe so again um because i'm a therapist i do ha have to uh, <laughs> deal with hipaa regulations and everything um my phone had a seven digit passcode besides my fingerprints. So you literally had to figure out seven different digits to get into my, uh, just to get to my phone or have my fingerprints. Um, and, and again, seven digits isn't horribly wrong, uh, long, but again, it's seven digits. Um, and I'm a dick. So I decided, uh, seven letter word. <laughs> So it wasn't just seven random numbers. It was a seven letter word. Um, and, and I believe that you take two words and put it together as one. So just because I say it's a seven letter word doesn't mean you're looking for seven letters. It means you have to figure out what my combination of words are. That's seven letters. So I contact IT. They have to do a remote wipe. Um, and this is at like. Six he loves you where i finally get it and our it department was actually still open um and i got my it guy <laughs> and when i say my it's because every time i call and i have a problem and i actually get an it person who helps me it's literally this one person all the time anytime i get someone who one answers the phone like i called their house not sorry and is asking for help with my computer or two I don't know how they got the job in IT because they really sound like they have no clue what I'm talking about when I discuss small computer issues. I'm sorry. 
did you turn did you shut it off and turn it back on is not a, a, a fix for everything and i will i will automatically do that just so that when i call i'll be like listen i i already did that part <laughs> let's skip to step three so so that was my little paranoia thing and yes i do have to deal with yes i suffer from anxiety mine isn't severely bad and it's usually when these strange stressors happen so losing my work phone was my stressor and so i did have i, I was having a panic attack and then the stuff that i help my clients with with their panic attacks is what i have to do for myself so remember all those tools and stuff that i have I, I don't and think... i go hey like how do i calm myself down the first thing i do is I'm going to deal with somebody right now who probably has worse issues than I do right at this moment, and I need to look sane. <laughs> so that's usually my first coping me mechanism. <laughs> that that was my little horror story. It wasn't funny or anything, but this is, this is, I see, I do have a regular life like everybody else, and I do make horrible, horrible mistakes like everybody else does. Um, so rip old phone. Uh, and and rip cheap really cute phone case because that's that's lost and it was adorable now i gotta get another one all right so we're going back to character alignments and we are finishing off this last chapter on character alignments and we are discussing evil evil did that sound good <laughs> so of course we're going to go with the same routine that we've done for the past two episodes when we discussed character alignments. We are talking about the evil character alignment. So we've got lawful evil, neutral evil, and chaotic evil. I will be discussing, of course, the DC characters. Um, and Leah will be discussing some Marvel char characters. Speaking of which, we will be discussing Marvel and... DC coming up soon regarding Justice League versus Thor. Actually, that sounds like a really fucking awesome movie. Why haven't we done that yet? <laughs> Not like we haven't discussed Thor yet. I'm, I mean, like that we mash up Justice League and Thor and we do. And no one would get any money out of this because they would they would lose it all in the courtroom trying to gain royalty off of it <laughs> we all would and that's why they would make no money because they would all their money paying their lawyers yeah see that's why we should do that mashup movie <laughs> i would watch the fuck out of that movie the lawful evil code a code of conduct for a lawful evil organization may look like this thou shalt not lie you shall harm the innocent to advance yourself or promote order. You shall kill to advance yourself or promote order. You shall not aid the weak. You shall honor legitimate authority that promotes you and your comrades. You shall follow the law. You shall not betray others. You shall not aid criminals or those who protect the weak. You shall use the law to advance yourself and your comrades. You shall seek unlimited power over those and unlimited order in society. <laughs> 10 lawful evil signs of weakness. Likewise, a lawful evil character may consider the following as signs of weakness. A sign of weakness indicates that the character is straying from the cruel tenets of a lawful evil philosophy. 
This list is given in the order of least severe infraction to most severe. One. What what I want to actually, I want to point out something before we go forward. If you go back to our uh, goods and neutral, the 10 uh, signs of weaknesses are actually called the 10 uh, lawful good or lawful neutral or neutral good, neutral, uh, neutral, uh, true neutral sins. So the 10 lawful signs of weakness. One, failing to use the law to harm others, even when there is no chance for personal gain. Failing to assist or avenge a peer. Failing to dominate those who are not worthy of respect. Breaking your word to your peer or ally. Refusing to punish the disobedient. Not pursuing vengeance when appropriate. Failing to commit cruel acts that are in your best interest. Failing to further your cause when opportunity presents. Turning down a chance to gain power or wealth. Failing to corrupt an institution for being or material gain. Betraying your superior without cause, breaking your word to your superior, or aiding the forces of freedom and goodness, or breaking a sacred oath. So, Kat, who do you think in the DC universe is lawfully evil? I don't even have to question it. Lex Luthor. All right. So, I mean, if we go straight to Lex Luthor became president. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, not Donald Trump. Lex Luthor. (laughs) Close enough. Um... (laughs) so lex luther became president in the dc universe um he will obey the law but he obeys the law so much as it will benefit him and aid in his fiscal financial obligations um and yes we all know he's been arrested a multitude of times um there's that possibility of because of that whole like superheroes don't use miranda rights and they don't really follow the letter of the law when they're arresting criminals. That that's probably why he got um, away with so many crimes. But so Lex Luthor has been in jail numerous amounts of time. He's gotten out of jail numerous amounts of times. And from that, he ended up becoming president. I don't understand how that works in all honesty, because anytime I think of you know, somebody going to jail, I think they probably shouldn't become president. But hey, you know, I, I, I'm really gonna have to read up I, I don't I'm gonna I'm gonna have to read up on those rules on being able to be president. So yeah, so Lex Luthor actually does become president. He uses the law to benefit him. So he yes, he breaks the law many, many times, but um, that you shall honor legitimate authority that promotes you and your comrades. He's very much the, like, we're gonna, in, in the face of, uh, the public, in the face of the judicial system, we're use we're going to say we follow the letter of the law. Um, and I'm trying to remember who's the other person. Um, when Brainiac is there, like, he very much, it's, it's all about, like, making Brainiac happy and following. So, uh, using uh, using his authority to better himself. There is that whole part where he will betray his superior if he feels that he's going. And it's and again, he'll betray his superior if he feels that one the superior has broken or shown his shown a sign of weakness, or if he thinks he can do it better and not get caught. So Lex Luthor definitely lawful evil. 
Um, and what I like to say is if you look at the sort of the who I had as my superheroes were lawful good, neutral good, chaotic good, their supervillains would probably be complete opposites, except for Wonder Woman, who I'm sorry I had as neutral good. Um, and I don't pretty much like, uh, yeah, Cheetah is her main villain and and it's like meh all right so that's who i have for dc but i I didn't feel like going overboard lex luther does lex luther does the job all right (laughs) who do you have for marvel so i had three but i had there was like so we all know about magneto so i don't really have to explain him as the polar opposite of um, Xavier Charles, he is lawful evil. But I did want to talk about Mordor. If you guys have watched Doctor Strange, my favorite. And the sad part is, is that I was not up to date with Doctor Strange at the time of the movie. So I was really excited when I saw a black guy. I was like, yeah, awesome. This guy is he knows what he's doing. He's on point. He knows the rules. And... Then we hit the end of the story, and I was like, oh, well, Mordor. So Mordor is someone who sim- who greatly believes in the magic uh, um, from um, the Doctor Strange universe, but he believes that they were, at one point, that because the ancient one betrayed him in picking Doctor Strange to be the next in line over him, he believes that there was that... The Ancient One is now wrong, is in the wrong, and he must fix and what the Ancient One has done because he felt that the Ancient One betrayed him by A, picking Doctor Strange, and B, using what they considered evil magic in order to elongate his life. While the, the Ancient One was trying to explain, I had to live forever because who was going to take my place? Let's be clear. When I found somebody to be um, able to take my place, sure, I'll give this up. But until then, I got to do what I got to do. But he saw that as a huge violation of the code. And so he went, well, I'm just going to go cough, cough. And so because his heart was broken by the ancient one, he decided that there were too many, quote unquote, too many sorcerers. And he went and it became his job to get rid of all of the unnecessary sorcerers until he was the magic one yes tut tut with that tut tut magic oh 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 ninjutsu oh wait are are you trying to do the turtle song (laughs) ninja rap or something maybe or gang signs i'm not certain it's somewhere in there um, <laughs> but Mordor does live very distinctly by his evil code. He knows that he follows the magic laws. He, he does not aid the weak. He does not. And he believes that the weak should have their power taken away from them, which is why he goes to many sorcerers and goes after all of them. He does. He's willing to kill. And he's willing to do what he has to do to protect his version of world order. The other one that I really like was Dr. Doom. Dr. Doom, I do know more about. I love him because I think he's hysterical as a character because he's a bad guy who you can't really be mad at. 
So Doctor Doom is from Clue storyline. Uh, Iron Man. Fantastic Four. No, fa- uh, Fantastic Four is where he first came out. Fantastic Four is where we first meet Doctor Doom, and Doctor Doom is a genius sorcerer, crisscross, magical mix-up. He's the son of a gypsy, and he becomes prince of his own island, his own nation. Of the, no, it's not an island. It's Latvia, so it's that's a landlocked lo- location. So he becomes um, the ruler of this landlocked location. He and he just stays simply out of reach of everybody else. And it's really interesting because he his real goal is to become the most powerful. But he does it through legal m- means in a lot of ways. He'll sit there. He's like, I'm going to do what I want. But guess what? I'm a diplomatic. Um, sit, I'm a dip- I have diplomatic immunity, so I can do what I want here. And then I'm going to go home. Sorry, guys. Oopsies. He'll look at you and then walk back to his, to his um, embassy. And he has embassies. And he's like chilling, staring at the Fantastic Four. Like, what are you going to do? I'm in my embassy and you can't touch me. Near, 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 near. What? I have an embassy and that's what I, that's how I know that he's a lawful, he's a lawful evil because he follows his own laws enough that he has not lost his control over Latvia. I also love the scene. It's a Spider-Man episode where they decide to go after him and they almost got killed. And he's like, just stay off my property. And everybody was like, just stay off his property. You will die. And we can't do anything to save you if you go on his property. Do not go to Latvia. Like, you got it. That's genius. That's why he is a great, great lawful evil. Okay. I, I'll, I'll you believe me? I, I do, actually. Mostly because I like Dr. Doom. Doom is awesome. He is. He is very, he's very cool. All right. So we're next to neutral evil. So apparently neutral evil is me. Uh, a neutral evil villain does whatever she can and uh, can get away with. She's out for herself, pure and simple. She sheds no tears for those she kills, whether for profit, sport, or convenience. She has no love or order and holds no illusion that follows uh, that following laws, traditions, or codes would make her any better or more noble. On the other hand, she doesn't have the restless nature or love of the conflict with a chaotic evil uh, that a chaotic evil villain has. So that being said, the neutral evil code: one, you shall lie to advance yourself; two, you shall, of course, you shall harm the innocent to advance yourself; you shall kill to advance yourself; you shall not aid the weak. You shall honor those who are stronger. You shall follow the law only to advance yourself. Do we see a theme here? You shall betray friends, family, community, and nation to advance yourself. You shall not aid those who protect the weak. You shall not show mercy to enemies. And you shall seek unlimited power over others to advance yourself. So the 10 neutral evil signs of weakness. We've got failing to show malice or inflict pain upon an innocent when it would be pleasurable to do so. I like that one. (laughs) Two, not challenging a clearly weak leader for a leadership. Keeping your word when doing so would interfere with personal gain. Four, 
Refusing to commit cruel act that would harm your enemy or rival when appropriate. Five, making a sacrifice to help another when not, uh, when not important to your survival. In other words, if you're sacrificing something, you better be like doing it because you're going to have to live. Um, failing to commit cruel acts that are in your best interest. Seven, refusing to kill for personal gain or wealth. Eight, turning down a chance to gain power or wealth. Nine, showing mercy to one who is opposed to you or your cause. And ten, aiding the servants of goodness. I went with, I was, so I was thinking about Ultron as my neutral evil. So like, I'm realizing that he might be, he's more lawful evil. When The more I thought about it, the more I hashed him over because he was more about his goal of understanding. He, he understood like he wanted to control the world, but it was very, it wasn't as evil as neutral evil was. I don't know how else to describe it. Like he would want something and he wouldn't be sadistic about things. He would just like be like, okay, you don't have a point in this situation. It doesn't, it didn't give him a positive or negative to um, commit harm to others. He just did what was effective to what he needed to get done. So instead, I went with Hella. If you, Hella is a, um, is, so Hella is a character from the Thor, um, comics. She is basically evil incarnate. She is death. Off call, we've got something for life. She is death. And so working with her, she is the goddess of death and she is the, um daughter of Odin. And so she is very creepy, very scary, and her only goal is to kill. She's like, okay, so I want to become the king of I want to become the king of Asgard now. So I'm going to kill everybody. Sorry, not sorry. You with me or against me. That's what it is. And you just have to deal with her. And she really doesn't care about whom she has to take out in order for it to work. Who do you have for DC? Two-Face. Now, hear me out. I can see a lot of people thinking that, or I can understand that a lot of people would probably think, like, he may be more chaotic. But let's think about this. He's not really chaotic evil because of that whole, like, yes, he has uh, that coin he has to flip out. He has to flip, I'm sorry, not flip out. He has to flip his coin to make his choices. Um, but still, he, he's, he follows his own semblance of law he follows his own semblance of sort of neutrality on it um he's going to harm the innocent to advance himself he's gonna lie to advance himself he doesn't aid the weak he's all about um what can you do to help me so i mean if we're gonna go with times where he's worked with other villains these villains had to prove that they were either uh, quote unquote stronger than him or that they would be a benefit to him he wasn't going to work with somebody who wasn't going to be at least his equal he and now my, my whole thing is he doesn't follow the law and i think that's more of the because of that whole he is harvey um and we all know harvey was lawyer at first um so there, there's that whole thing that his following the law is what is his law and i think that's what we have to think about harvey uh, no, well not harvey two-face will always lie two-face two-face will lie always to benefit himself and yes he does honor those who are stronger than him 
The only times he's actually ever, um, and this would be, I, my God, I wish I remember which episode this was. Um, Batman, the animated series where he was actually working with another criminal who he thought was higher than him. Um, and he was, he worked with them willingly. He's so weird. Well, and, <laughs> and again, that goes by his, uh, so number six, you shall follow the law only to advance yourself. His law has to do with that coin. His co- his law is chaos. Sadly enough, his chaos is chance. I get it. So I don't think that makes sense. So his law is chance. I'm sorry. Yeah, you have to understand. I've had a long day. Um. So his law is chance. Um. And so he always flips. He's never going to make a decision without following his law. <laughs> um. He has betrayed friends. I agree. He has betrayed family. He's betrayed community. He's betrayed his nation. Um, He doesn't protect the weak. He shows... He has shown no mercy for all of his uh, enemies. So, yeah. Um, I can't... I can't argue that he's not neutral evil. He, He does have every one of those. So, lastly, we have chaotic evil. Wait, 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 wait. You have somebody else? Yes, but it's not DC or Marvel. Who? Maleficent. What? So, we're going to go with the code. She does not kill to advance herself. She kills to advance herself. She's she's done it. She's willing to do it. She has obviously poor sleep and beauty. You shall harm the innocent to advance yourself. You shall honor those who are stronger. If you... If you were stronger, she was like, all right, you got it. You shall betray friends, family, and community community and nation to advance yourself. Let's go on that one. She was a fairy, and she sat there and looked at all the other fairies. She was a noble. She looked at all the other nobles and said, F you. F your mama, F your couch, F your sister, F your cousin, F you. They said F you first, but she said F you hard. Wait, wait, wait. Are we going by the movie? Like, the Angelina Jolie movie. I'm pulling from both when I, I both Angelina Jolie movie and from um the the cartoon because well once you become wrong are are you still neutral? Because part of part of me wants to say that I don't think she was neutral evil in that and more of an actual neutral character who had been wronged. And and if you go by the official reading of it, she kind of let harm happen to this uh, this um girl because definitely got raped while she was sleeping. <laughs> but she, yeah, yeah. I I, I guess it's, I guess it's gonna have to be like that one's a really hard a, a really hard case just because it would be dependent on what character you're going with. If you're going with Angelina Jolie's, I don't think she was. You could she. I don't think she was evil. She had a right to be evil, Vengeance. but I don't think she was. Vengeance. Because she never harmed the innocent. She wanted justice against the person who used to be her friend. Okay. And she wanted her wings back. So she wanted she wanted vengeance. All right. Chaotic evil. A chaotic evil character does whatever his greed, hatred, and lust for destruction drive him to do. He is hot-tempered, vicious, arbitrarily violent, and unpredictable. If he is simply out for whatever he can get, he is ruthless and brutal. If he is committed to the spread of evil and chaos, he is even worse. 
Thankfully, his plans are haphazard and any groups he joins or forms are poorly organized. Typically, the chaotic evil people can be made to work together only by force. And the leader just lasts only as long as he can thwart attempts to topple or assassinate him. So, personal code for a chaotic evil character may look like this. You shall lie whenever convenient. You shall harm the innocent whenever convenient. You shall kill for pleasure. You shall not aid the weak. You shall not honor any other before yourself. You shall break the law whenever convenient. You shall betray friends, family, community, and nation whenever convenient. You shall harm those who protect the weak or honor laws. You shall pursue all forms of pleasure. You shall seek unlimited power over others and unlimited freedom for yourself. Failing to show contempt and disrespect for the virtuous and noble. And the chaotic evil signs of weakness. Failing to give into a sinful or chaotic impulse failing to pursue a new form of pleasure refusing to display power over under over underling when appropriate avoiding injury to others at the cost of your own pleasure refusing to kill when in your best interests refusing to commit cruel acts that are in your best interest acting altruistically i knew that word turning down a chance to gain power or wealth hey no you got that one Yay! And aiding the forces of law and goodness. The Joker. Um, the Joker will fall through all of this except for apparently this one situation where he punched out the fucking red, red skull because the red skull is a Nazi. And we all know that punching Nazis is for the betterment of all. So, but yes, uh, he will harm those who protect the weak and honor laws. He shall break laws whenever convenient. He does it for fun. Um, he kills for pleasure. He shall not aid the weak. I mean, let's go to the killing joke. He literally sat there and shot Barbara Gordon <laughs> in the stomach um, and let his underlings have his, have their way with her just to prove that uh, one bad day can break a normally good person, which would be commissioner gordon yeah but part of him actually just did it because it was kind of like shits and giggles um so he he harmed the innocent in that one of course there i mean you can say there was a lot of innocence lost in that one episode because there was that whole thing that gordon was like losing his shit and batman had to help him with that um barbara gordon was uh incapacitated where she became um a paraplegic um and then she was molested so there there were a lot of situations in that one where it becomes like okay there was a lot um his relationship with harley um he does like her he likes her when it's convenient for him but he will he will abuse her if that's pretty much so so we have the joker who do you have for marvel so the easy answer is carnage carnage is a version of venom that pretty much lost all of its sanity and went ham taro on everything so his only goal in life is to mess shit up fuck shit up and fuck shit up and then he fucks shit up again because why not and so he's like, 
um, yeah, I'm gonna fuck shit up some more. And that's all he does. Like, he just ruins whatever series that he's in, he just ruins it for, like, four, four, um, books or four chapters because nobody knows how to deal with him. He just kills and kills and kills. But the hard one for me was Jean Grey. Stay with me. When Jean, when Jean Grey goes full Dark Phoenix, Jean Grey, Dark Phoenix edition, she loses her shit. And that's putting it nicely. <laughs> I kind of yes, lost Dark Jean Phoenix, Jean Grey. So we are talking Dark Phoenix. We're not talking Jean Grey. I, I literally have to separate those two. Like, for me, they are not the same person. Yes, they are the same person. I get that. But for me, they are not. This, like, if you speak about Jean Grey, you're speaking about Jean Grey. If you're speaking about Dark Phoenix, it's the entity that overcomes Jean Grey and she becomes Dark Phoenix. So, again, I can't, I can't, when you said Jean Grey, I'm like, girl, you crazy. No, but the thing is, is the reason why I attached the two of them together is because I see that um, when she goes full Hamtaro and goes full Dark Phoenix, her first thing to do was to attack people that were close to her. So I can't say that they're separate entities because she understands, Dark Phoenix understands how close she was and they were to the X-Men. And so the betrayal of friends, family, community, and nation was so much more so because of that attachment. Nobody could see a real separation between the two until they were like, until they understood what was going on later. But even at, but at the very beginning, they were like, Jean Grey, why are you doing this to us? <sighs> and then you're like, well, shit, the whole world's about to get him. She was never sorry. You shall not aid the weak. She was like, okay, you're going to die. That's going to be, and that's literally how we, saw the, be the best part about the Dark Phoenix um, era was that we saw her slowly going up the evil code. She slowly, we watched her start lying. She started doing what she thought was quote unquote right and having less and less morality about it. And then suddenly somebody dies and like, oh, it was an accident. I had to make a choice. And you're slowly seeing that, no, she wanted to do that. Oh, she wanted to kill that person. You're like, wait a second, Jean, is that you? No. It's a dark phoenix. Oh, hello. New person. Who this? So, <laughs> so that's why, but I liked her as a chaotic evil, um, dark phoenix, Jean Grey, and everything that came with her because she okay, was, yeah. up until her dying moments, she was truly a chaotic evil. And I enjoyed her for that. She killed, and she killed Scott, and nothing makes me happier than when I see Scott die. I don't like Cyclops ever thank you thank you very much i like i like let's go back to the page but yeah don't like him okay he's too lawful neutral for me that's what i'm gonna go with thank you way too neutral and i'm speaking as a chaotic neutral he is too neutral i we're not gonna get into that Dick. We, got, we don't got time for that okay <laughs> he's he's too he's too neutral too, too, too neutral. Okay, so, so that that will be the end of our character alignment stuff. So again, um, we discuss character alignments. I use narrative therapy, um, with a little bit of sort of like art therapy techniques, and where I've had clients create sort of superheroes of themselves, superhero versions of themselves, uh, comic books in which they discuss what their problems are. And utilizing these art therapy techniques and um, narrative therapy forms, we sort of like 
combine those two and knowing the character alignments kind of gives us um sort of a way to work with you know if they're pers- uh personifying a a trauma in their life so not the actual person that may have caused the trauma but the actual trauma itself or if they've just or they have a disorder and they're using that as the personification well what makes this disorder the personification of trauma <laughs> or like the personification of the disorder what are the characteristics that we're following that they're a bad guy um or is it possible that they're a sort of a sidekick um and it gives us a way so that somebody can feel not so especially when you have a child who's just been newly diagnosed so that they don't feel so powerless um and they don't feel as they have to be defined by this disorder or mental illness whatever you want to call it um oh, i really hate the term mental illness <laughs> It's a mental health disorder. Um, so, but yes. Uh, so we like to, I, I, well, I like to use the character alignments to help out with that part. Um, so you can see what we use. I will, of course, post uh, a link to this page again on, yes, and to the test. Please take the alignment test and tweet at us, tweet at us or hit us up on Facebook and let us know Um what you got on your alignment test you know what i i i I think i'm gonna call out i think i'm gonna call out the jedi council because i think i i think brandon should have to do this i'm gonna actually yeah i'm gonna hit him up on twitter and i'm gonna be like brandon you have to do this um jedi council you need you need to do the alignment test i will put a link on our twitter um so besides that, I would love to know what everybody else's alignments are. Um, you can find me on Twitter at KatMFT, so at K-A-T-M-F-T. And of course, on our Twitter for Geek Family Therapy, at Geek Fam Therapy. Um, you can find Leah at LFD with three E's on Instagram and two E, no, three E's on Twitter and two E's on Instagram. Hey, um, and of course, you can find us both on Facebook at Geek Family Therapy and our Instagram at GFT at GF GF Therapy. Yes, we were trying to make the Twitter GF Therapy, but apparently, there's somebody already has GF who's Therapy. never used their account. She has no followers. So Leah's tight, tight on this one. <laughs> I'm tight. I'm tight. I'm tight. I'm done. <laughs> All right. So we will we will talk to everybody again. We will we actually have some really fun topics coming on regarding, of course, Marvel, um, the new Marvel movie and the new uh, DC movie coming out. Uh, so Thor has already come out as of today. It's out for what? This is going to be the second weekend. Yep. Um, and Justice League comes out this weekend. So, yeah, we're definitely going to have to talk about all of that. <laughs> um, and I would like to discuss Stranger Things. Um, I like that TV show. I love it, so too. So we'll be talking about that. If there's anything you guys would like to hear from us about or get our opinions about, again, hit us up and we will definitely t- uh, give it a shot. Hey. Until next time. We'll see y'all later. Hasta la pasta. Bye. <laughs>